Quiet on the set. And action. Is that, is that, is that how it goes? <laughs> kind of. Okay. <laughs> Well, welcome in <laughs> Candace, Michelle, <Yeah>. John, <laughs> Maze. I know. Awesome, awesome. This is a long time coming. We've been doing this for so long. Praise God. And we'll, we'll get to that uh, for you, for those of you who are listening or watching. It's like, what does he mean? He doesn't know his own daughter's name? <laughs> well, first of all, she could tell you I mess her name up all the time. Yeah. Like, and he named me. Yeah, yeah. So, but thank you for your time. Like, real talk. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. Uh, I have wanted to get you on here because I know you have a story. Mm -hmm. And I, I know you have so much to offer people. Uh, and sometimes we just need that push. Uh, we were watching a movie recently uh, called The Grinch. <laughs> and one of the things that uh, Michelle was saying was, you know, sometimes you just need that push. So today is your push. My push. <laughs> and so if you would get started, just kind of share, if you don't mind, your faith journey. How in the world did you get to a place where you said, I'm going to follow Jesus? You know, what was that like and how has that been? Well, I mean, I grew up in the church. <laughs> that was really kind of how it all started for me. Uh, just, But, you know, there's a lot of people that grow up in the church or their family takes in the church or they've kind of always known um, who don't stay. So um, I guess technically just because I grew up in it doesn't mean I had to stay. Um, but I guess I just, growing up, I've just always had this connection or feeling or spirituality or whatever and like I know there are a lot of things that could be explained with different things but for me I always just explained it as God mm -hmm. and so there's just been so many moments in my life where I'm like well if that's not God I don't know what is <laughs> you know um, just so many things that have happened and also just looking at the path that my life took it's like wow like that had to be God so um, yeah, like I said, starting off, I mean, I kind of was forced. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of the only thing I knew. Um, but moving forward, I think once I went to college and I was making my own decisions, um, just everything that happened in my life, I did make the choice, the decision to accept that that was just, that was God instead mm. of that was me or you know, whatever, because I am not smart enough to get myself out of the situations that I got myself out of. Yeah. Um, so, so I just like kind of had to be. But yeah, that, I think that's... Praise God. So I know how you grew up. You're, you're, the, you're the first person who has been on this episode that I've known them every day of their life. Mm -hmm. Even though we had that seven month split when I went off to Desert Storm and oh, yeah. you... We're growing. Yeah, I was a baby, uh, so I don't remember. <laughs> so, so I know a, a lot of the things in your life. And mm -hmm. you may not remember this, or you might remember this, but I want to share with our listeners. One of the things that I've, all, and I still come back to this. Like, to me, I come back to this as the foundation of who you are in Jesus Christ. We had a retreat in Monterey, California. Mm -hmm. And I said, Candace, will you teach a class? 
Now, whether or not you felt qualified or <laughs> ready for it, it's irrelevant. I will never forget that seven, eight-year-old Candace Mays stood in front of those high school kids and taught Acts chapter nine. <laughs> I will never forget that. I mean, I even remember what you were, were teaching. And doesn't matter if it was good or bad, doesn't matter. The fact that you had the guts I feel like that's just his way of saying it was bad, it was, but he's still proud. No, no, no. no. It was, it, <laughs> I think the reason why I'm saying it like that is because maybe you thought it was. Because uh. you know how we're, we're our own worst critics. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it wasn't any good. So, so I'm saying it just in case in your mind <laughs> you're thinking, oh, that wasn't any good. Mm -hmm. But that for me. Do you even recall that? Yeah, I remember it. Do you remember your thoughts when you? Oh were no, I don't story? remember about that. Uh, but I remember. I remember the I remember that retreat for sure. It was a very like spiritual um, retreat. I do remember, like either the last night or the night. That before. last yeah, night was that, no was, that was insane. That's um, podcast. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do remember, and I'm sure because just uh, knowing me at that time in my life. I'm sure I was extremely nervous, mm. but I probably wanted to make you proud oh. just cause like knowing, knowing me. Um, so that, yeah, probably that just was very nervous, but I wanted to, to make you proud. Mm, <laughs> well, I will tell you another time you made me very proud. Singing. Oh gosh. <laughs> just a couple of years later. Uh, oh my gosh. What was the name of the song? If glory, no. Glory was glory was was the in duet. that same time, but we left and we went to Monterey or, or Hanum Village, mm -hmm. South Korea, and you oh I'll never forget that you got on that stage <laughs> and you were singing. It was a Jackie Velasquez yeah, song. Yeah, it was uh, uh, um, on no not if on my this, knees. Uh, if uh, this world. If this world, did you sing? And 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 the other young lady, Monica, was sang on my knees. On my knees yeah. yeah. You killed it. <laughs> I, I, I think I still have that. Probably. If oh, I God. can find that, I may I may post that. No. Don't post it. Okay. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you will not be getting <laughs> that on the maybe, podcast. Maybe one day, but not. But that, that's another thing. I, I think I'm slowly turning this episode into a montage to my <laughs> daughter and how, my you performance. know, amazing. So we, we knew I was going to be a performer since I was a, a child, right, clearly. Right, right. But just to, I remember talking to you about getting the audience involved. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to you about that and you were kind of like, eh, 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 eh. and bigger than Stuttgart, you're <laughs> out there on this stage, pretty much by yourself, there's a track in the background and you're hyping the crowd, <laughs> you know? So I, 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 I will never forget that. Do you even remember you, what, what was going through your mind or you even remember uh, uh, at that point? At that point, I don't, I don't remember what was going on. I remember the event, mm. um, but I don't remember what was, honestly, probably the same thing that goes through my mind any other time I have to perform. Just, mm. I really do feel like I was born to be a performer. Um, so, I mean, it's one of the times in my, like the most times that I feel the most joy and the most comfort, um, which, so I just kind of feel like that must be what I was meant to be doing so probably even at that age that just kind of kicked in that natural like I like to perform so mm -hmm. um, and also when you're especially when you're performing live it is 
instant gratification and instant mm. validation because people you can tell if people like it or not right. um, especially now as an actor when I'm on like if I'm doing TV or movie I don't know if people like it until it comes out however oh, long it comes out. Yeah. but when you're on stage right there you know you get the applause you get the you know um, so probably at that time I just went into performance mode and a lot of times when I'm in that it's kind of almost like I black out because I, mm. I don't know what's going on but I just know that this performer persona kind of comes out um, yeah so so that's fascinating and I want to I want to get your opinion on this the Bible tells us that if you're a teacher, then teach. If you're a leader, then lead. Mm -hmm. If you're a server, then serve. Uh, and so I think we just read this in Romans recently. You just said something. I'm a performer and I just kind of black out and I just perform. Mm -hmm. Would you attribute your performing to maybe your gifting yeah. from God? And then if so, how do you how do you kind of deal with that because it can be it can be difficult when that's your gifting but you also you said earlier i i was nervous you know mm -hmm. you were looking so how do you i don't know if i'm asking a good question or... <laughs> i think i get it okay um so you were asking how does that feel like for me in terms yeah. of like, but it seems like that's your gift mm -hmm. your god-given gift mm -hmm. um well, I think, honestly, anytime I have any sort of performance, even to this day, even when I have an audition or when I have whatever, I do always like pray before. Um, and I also pray after because I just want to give myself peace of mind to remember why I'm doing this and just allow God to remind me of that um, and find the joy in that or else I would probably <laughs> lose my mind uh, if I was just always freaking out or like always, you know, stressing out. Um, but I think that, like I said, when, you know, like when I was doing FOB or any sort of dancing or that kind of performance or anything like that, I just always find that it's a, even though I'm nervous because of my need for you know, succeeding and fear of failure and all that mm -hmm. stuff, which you already know about, <laughs> um, even though I have all of that performing still brings me this joy and this mm. peace and I think that my body has or my mind and body has just kind of learned to like okay you're nervous but sometimes you can use that mm. and fuel yourself or you know you're just going to go into it and you're going to do it you know what you're doing um and so even though I'm very nervous I think on some level there's a trust that it's going to work out it's going to be okay um, because this is kind of what I live for. So um, I think that's basically, the, for me, the best way that I kind of deal with it, just trusting, um, trusting in that moment, trusting in me. It's like one of the few times that I actually do trust myself, <laughs> but we can't get into that. That's a whole therapy session. Um, but, but yeah, I think I do trust that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And so I trust that when it's time, I will do it and I do and I usually do come through I think this is the rare time that I I do always come through for myself and I don't ever let myself down mm. um, so I think that that helps a lot and then like I said I do pray before and after um, just to kind of remind myself to have peace of mind mm. um, but yeah I think you, you as you're saying this 
you know me. Mm -hmm. Passages just coming. Yeah. Coming. <laughs> and so I'm thinking about when Paul writes to the Philippians in chapter four of his book. He says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplications, take it before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then he says, and the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. But he mm -hmm. says, the peace that passes all understanding. You can't even understand it. And to me, that's what it sounds like you're saying. Mm. I'm nervous. You know, I, I, I got these hang-ups, like you said, uh, that, you, that you know about. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, when it's time, when the camera comes on, you're there for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and it seems to me like that is corroboration that, that God has gifted you with this ability to act. So I have a question. Okay. There's a listener out there who thinks they have a gifting, who wants to do this thing. Just to unpack a couple of things that they don't know about, but we do. Mm -hmm. In Lakeland, Florida, you were talking about being uh, an assistant director. Mm -hmm. You wanted to work behind the camera. You moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And something happens, and maybe you can talk us through that, where you have a breakthrough, a personal breakthrough, and you go, I don't want to work behind the camera. This is <laughs> for in front of the camera. Oh, it is. <laughs> Can't miss out. So how do you how do you share with our listener? Mm -hmm. Because you have you did you broke through. Now you're doing what you know God called you to do, but that isn't kind of where you're going. If you could muddle through and share with them. Yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted to be, I wanted to be an actor since I was a kid. Like mm. we all know this. Um, maybe I never admitted to it to anybody or maybe I did. I don't really know. But I've always loved TV and movies and that was always the thing that I was doing. That was like the worst punishment was not being able to watch TV. Mm. Um, but uh, so, I, yeah, I always knew that I wanted to, to be an actor and perform but I convinced myself that I would never make it there's no mm -hmm. way I would ever be on anyone's tv I would never like there's no, no way being an actor is so hard one because so many people want to do it mm -hmm. and there's only so many roles so you know for one role you got hundreds of people auditioning for that one role and only one person can have it mm -hmm. so you know you do the math um that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Those odds are very, very difficult. And I don't think people really comprehend like just how hard that is. But I did as a little girl. And mm. so I was very <clears throat> like, well, that will never happen to me. Like why even try? So I just didn't, I just was like, nah, no, nah, like I just, I'm not gonna pursue that um, even though I really wanted to. But then as I got older, um, I still really loved performing and I still loved movies and TV and all that stuff in the entertainment industry. And so I was like, well, I, if I can't be on TV, then at least I could still be a part of it this mm -hmm. way if I'm like part of a crew or part of the production side of it. So that was kind of where my mind was like, okay, like this will just be me at least getting to be where I wanna be even though I'm not doing what I wanna be doing. So I did that, but then when I got to Atlanta, um, 
and I was I did background work like I was an extra for for a good amount of time but the very very first extra gig that I booked I ended up getting the coveted bump which is mm -hmm. what like every extra wants well maybe not every extra but any extra who wants to be an actor um, you want to get the bump and the bump is just basically you now have a line mm -hmm. which then bumps you from background to talent um, and so like everybody wants that and on my very very first like I had never worked background ever mm. but that was the first one that I did and I got a line and I and it actually was still in the movie um, and so that when that happened I once again you can take that as whatever you want but I chose to see that as um, a message from God mm. like being like I told you you were gonna be like Where this is what you were supposed to be doing and I knew that that was what I always wanted to be doing but I I took myself out of the running out mm. of fear mm. and like oh like I basically didn't give myself a chance and so when I did finally put myself into a situation where I was on camera the first thing that happens is I get a line like mm. that that is so rare it's so rare to get a bump in general but to get your bump the very first project was that was to me I was like oh well I can't like throw away this sign mm. um, especially considering this is what I've always wanted to do so after that I decided to actually and genuinely pursue acting so I started going to classes I you know started trying to get an agent um, all that stuff by the way, for anybody who is listening, who wants to be an actor, please go to class. <laughs> mm. Please go to class. If you are taking your craft seriously and whatever you do, even as like an athlete, they practice, right. they train. You should do the same thing as an actor too. Like everybody trains. If you really truly are passionate about something, why wouldn't you want to work on it and do your best at it? Mm. If you're just sitting at home hoping that it happens, then that's not, that's not how this works. Well, maybe for some people. <laughs> this industry is very <laughs> unpredictable. So maybe for some, but it, but to think that that is the rule and not the exception is that, no. <laughs> so um, go to class, please. Anyway, moving on. So I went to class and um, I started genuinely pursuing. I still did some background work to kind of get myself on set and learn the process of being on set. Um, and then I just kind of, kept working i mean i really I, there's no and it sucks there is no like th if you do this you mm -hmm. will make it there is none of that mm -hmm. um there is a bit of luck and i know people in this industry hate when people talk about the the luck aspect um but there is to, to say like oh if you work hard you'll make it there's so many people working hard that <clears throat> it doesn't happen yeah, because they're not in specific positions specific opportunities um so as much as i know i work very hard but i also know that there are some moments that have been some opportunities that have been given to me that were out of luck you mm -hmm. know i happen to find the right teacher that happens to know certain casting directors mm -hmm. and that casting director gave me my um what is the word referral mm -hmm. for my agent you know what I mean? Now, obviously, I did the work for my teacher to deem me worthy right. to to put her name on the line to the casting director to be like, hey, can you give her a referral? Also, I had already booked with that casting director, so they knew my work. Mm -hmm. So 
yes, like I did work hard, but I also knew the right people. That helps, mm. you know? So it's not just hard work. It's hard work, meeting people, networking, and then a little bit of luck, yeah. you know? Um, and so that kind of is what got me to where I am today. But really, me choosing to fully 100% commit to becoming an actor happened because I just couldn't stay away. Yeah, <laughs> I really that's just, good. I couldn't stay away from the life. You know, I wanted to be a therapist. Mm. Like, that's what I yeah, was going to school yeah, for. Right. Um, and, but then I, uh, I couldn't. I, you know, I got an internship at a production company in Lakeland. Really super grateful for them. Um, and then I moved up here and then all, you know all of that just kind of happened just the the really awesome opportunity and then moving from there and then now I'm here and I've, I've got a really great agent I've gotten some amazing opportunities um, just audition wise even just that and and the other thing that's really difficult about this industry is yeah, there really isn't like a you made it you know like mm. that satisfies most people that are not in the industry because I mean the number one thing when I tell people I'm an actor is like oh what have I seen you in <laughs> and I'm like I don't know what do you watch <laughs> you know like I don't know what you've seen well hold up that's kind of cool right there I don't know what do you watch is a lot different than the person who has to say well nothing yet but yeah, I'm yeah that's so. true <laughs> And I'm super grateful for that opportunity. But even the person who says like, oh, nothing. But I feel like it's that person who's like, I haven't been in anything yet. They're like now looked down upon. It's like, oh, mm. well, then you're not a real actor. Yes, they are. Right, right. You are right. a real actor. If you are genuinely pursuing this, like really actually genuinely pursuing it, you are taking the classes. You are doing the student films. You're making your own content because right. like that's what you got to do. You're getting any audition or even if you don't get an audition, that's fine too. But if you are actively working towards and trying to make this happen, you're an actor. Like that's majority of actors are doing that mm -hmm. <laughs> like that that is the life and and for people who aren't actors all they see is you know the a-list people the, mm, you know, the top people yeah. that are doing all these that are in everything right. and, and they have the millions and the, that is like just the smallest percentage of this industry majority of actors can barely afford to live just from acting like right. that's been the whole issue with the strike <laughs> that was the whole reason we went on strike because of the majority not the minority which is the the rich a-list people um but but yeah so i i feel like a lot of people can tend to see acting as you know me um or like oh it's not that difficult but i always say if it's, if it's not hard then there would never be a bad actor yeah. i mean and everybody would be doing it everybody would be doing it um yeah. But yeah, so that was for me, I guess my turning point was just doing that and then realizing all of this stuff and also coming to these, which is a very difficult journey for me was coming to the realization of, oh, I am an actor, even if I'm not doing yeah, what people good. think I need to be doing, even if I'm not booking series regular roles all the time or like lead roles or like, oh, I'm flying to LA or I'm flying to, like, even though I'm not doing that all the time, um, I'm still an actor, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> um, and having to remind myself of that, which is very hard, and I do go, I do go through some like depressions yeah. um, because I'm not doing what I, what I thought I should be doing. But um, as my auditions have kind of changed, like my auditions started from like 
one word, one line, you know, very small, 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 small roles, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a few <clears throat> of those. And then now they're like series regular, recurring guest star, mm -hmm. lead, supporting in a movie. Like those are my auditions now, but I had to like kind of work my way up to that. And that right there, the fact that my agents are like, oh yeah, I think she can do that. And the casting directors are like, oh yeah, I think she can do that. That to me is a victory. That, those are the victories that you have to find in this industry when you're not booking or when you're not doing what you want to do. Um, which I feel like I have just completely moved away from the question that you initially asked. It's okay. But, it's but letting this people is, know who you are. This is how we talk, though. Yeah. We just we just move and move and move from, from topic to topic. But, you know, I did stay. Didn't he? <laughs> but I did stay on topic. There's a cat in the other room. <laughs> There's two. Two um, I stayed on topic, but I just kind of changed right. it up. I don't remember the question at this point. <laughs> well, what we were, well, well, what we were trying to do was help that person who wants to do something, who maybe has a gifting in an area. Mm -hmm. Your gifting, we've kind of discussed and learned here, mm -hmm. uh, it's acting. Mm -hmm. And so maybe performing, performing mm -hmm. maybe their gifting is cooking, mm -hmm. serving people, you know, and they want to. I hate to take go from cooking to opening a restaurant because there's things in between there. Mm -hmm. but, but maybe that's kind of their thing. And so I feel like even though you got off topic, yeah. I don't really think you did. I, I think if you're listening, go back and listen to everything that she said because everything that you said was the process. Oh. The process well, of... Go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, just to condense it for you out there, uh, what I was basically saying was if there is something that you want to do, you work at mm -hmm. it. Work, put, put your everything into it. Work hard. And when things don't work out, don't take that as, well, I need to quit. That's good. Keep going. And maybe it might never work out. I, I, I know most people don't like to say that, mm -hmm. but I'm a real, I'm very honest. You can ask anybody. I'm a very blunt, honest person. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It may never happen. But would you really want to be on your deathbed one day being like, man, I wish I had tried? Yeah. Or would you be like, you know what? I know it never happened, but I gave it my all. That's and great. that really is what matters is you did. You give it your you gave it your all. You never gave up. Yeah, okay, it didn't happen, but like you nobody will ever be able to say that you didn't try. And you did. And that there's nothing wrong. That is a beautiful thing. So, I think if there's if you want to be if you do want to open a restaurant or if you want to be a content creator or if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or anything that you want to be you just put your all into it work work hard and don't think about the succeeding don't think about the succeeding or the failing think about just your journey and the amount of effort that you are putting into it and consider that the win that you didn't give up that's a win mm. and that's all that matters <clears throat> You know, Kobe Bryant said that same thing. Mamba mentality. <laughs> but he really, did. he really did say that same thing. Mm -hmm. He said, "Did you really fail because you grew in the journey?" Mm -hmm. And that's that's what you're saying is that you're growing in the journey. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start to land this podcast. Yeah, because we could there, talk forever. <laughs> is there a a Bible verse that kind of gets you through? You're sitting in your car audition didn't go how you wanted, or you got the phone call that said, or no, you don't even really get phone calls. You just, sometimes. 
I did get a phone call for um, the movie that I did last year in New Orleans. Yeah, but you did the movie. I'm talking about like, like I applied for a job mm -hmm. to be a basketball coach. I did not get the job. I got a phone call that said, Oh, you, don't get, you mean when I don't you. get it. Right. Oh yeah, you don't get nothing. Right. And so, <laughs> and so you're sitting with your own thoughts and it's been a week. So you figure they probably have already made the choice and it wasn't me again. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll say this real quick. Uh, when when Michelle started in this down this road to comfort me, she said, well, dad, you know, you might get a hundred no's. She said, but on that 101st, you still get a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it's sad, so, but it's true. So you, it's, it's, so, so is there some, you know, wh where is there somewhere in the Bible that you're like, I'm going to this, this is going to be my go-to verse right here. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's very, very cliche, but Proverbs 35. Oh. <laughs> that is, I, especially, there's so much I don't understand about this industry. Mm. Um, and so if I don't book a role, you know, I may have thought that I did the best that I could possibly do. But the reality is when they cast people, they don't always cast the most talented. Mm. They don't always cast like, sometimes it really is about like looks or mm. not looks in terms of you're beautiful, but like looks in terms of- you be getting all the roles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anywho, <laughs> um, I think it's more like looks like, you know, the person that I'm opposite in the scene mm. is six foot two, I'm five foot three, that's too much of a difference. We need someone that's five foot eight, or you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. sometimes that really does matter. Or if, if I'm in the scene with like a lead person, the lead person looks just like me, then they probably don't want someone that looks just like her. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like it's literally, <laughs> Things you have no things control that I over. have no control over, yeah. or you know, sometimes it's followers. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, this person has a million followers. This person has five hundred thousand. We're gonna get the million. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's. I learned very very early in this career that you have no control over that kind of stuff. You mm -hmm. only have control over what you bring to the table. And so, you know, Proverbs three five: Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Oh, it's time for them to eat. Oh, they came out already. Cuties. Sorry. Welcome to Conversation <laughs> with Michelle John. This is true. And right back in. ADHD. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, there's so much that I don't understand. Mm. And if I tried to lean on my own understanding, I probably would have quit. Yeah, like way good. long ago. I think I've now been doing this for officially for six years because 2017 is when I really mm. really started so six years well 2016 is when you did the movie yeah but I didn't like I wasn't I didn't make my decision oh I was still kind of on it but 2017 is when I really made the decision and I started taking class and I started trying to do all that stuff um but yeah if I would have been leaning on my own understanding I probably would have quit by now I want to do I was gonna I was gonna end the podcast but I think it's important right now for you to share because people are just, oh, 2016, she got the thing, 2017. They don't understand what I know because I lived it with you. Mm -hmm. 2016, you, you, you close on Life of the Party. Mm -hmm. How much stuff did you book in 2017? Nothing. So, come on, look in the camera and tell Nothing. Zip, zap, nada, as they say, wadoosh. 
but squatish. But you're but you're you're going to class. Yep. Were you auditioning? No, I Maybe, didn't have an no? agent either. Uh, no agent? No, no audition? I tried to get an agent, but they said, no, you need to go to class. And this is all in 2017, 2017 when you made the decision. Yeah, which the fact that they even sent me any sort of anything was really <clears throat> cool because um, they didn't have to. Usually when it's a no, it's a bye. Um, so you got some feedback. But yeah, that agency... I, I'm really grateful to them. I never worked with them or anything like that, but I'm grateful because they're the reason that I started mm. taking class because of their rejection. Their like rejection. Um, their email was like, you know, we feel like you have some raw talent, but you need to go take some classes before we're ready to represent you. And I was like, yee, dang, <laughs> got me. <laughs> um, so that's how I ended up going to classes, and that's how I actually met my now teacher and she, my mentor, number one mentor, the Working Actor Group, if you're in Atlanta. Uh, please go see them. This is not know sponsored. we do shameless plugs. <laughs> this is not sponsored. I just love them so much. But the Working Actor Group has truly um, just website so in the much. description. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, show notes. Um, but yeah, so didn't didn't book anything. Didn't do anything. Now I will say my career compared to um, other people has been pretty decent yeah. um, because it really was 2017. Then 2018, I did have I did get an agent. And, but you booked at the end of the year. I booked multiple times at the end of the year. Right, yeah. right. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of them was, it was Black Lightning. Mm -hmm. I was only supposed to be in that one scene with that one, like, line. Right. And then a I'm week. I'm going to have to ask. Yeah, yep, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, I was only supposed to do that. And then, like, a week later, I get an email from my agent, and they're like, they want you back. To kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm still looking for him. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Black Lightning season two, episode 13 and 14. Dang, you know, he was ready. I'll let your girl. Um, but, but I'm not like my character. My character is not likable. Hopefully I'm likable. <laughs> your character wasn't bad. Yes, she was. She was really... attitudinal. Your character was really good. Oh. In Black Lightning? She was not a good character. I felt like she was really good. Go watch episode of uh, uh, Black Lightning, <laughs> season two, episode 13 and 14, and then holla back. You tell us she, what you think. She, I mean, well, she had an attitude to the main girl. In the right, movie, so. but, but, but she didn't know better. She was a technician. Oh, my. She's just doing her job. <laughs> she clearly knows better. In the, sec in the second episode that I was in, I, I knew what I was doing. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair There's enough. There's a reason I was kidding. This feed, this, this feed doesn't exist. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, in that... this room, the only ones who know. Oh, I watched the scene more than once. Yeah. So. That was really fun because that was unexpected. I, I, they, I, that was not planned. Like, they mm. didn't, they never said it was going to be too. So, I uh, got a recurring little moment there. And then I did Brockmire, which was super fun. That was, that was, that was yeah. a lot of fun. But, then 2019 nothing mm. 2020 well i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2020 uh 2021 i did book a few that was when i booked commercials like a yeah. bunch of commercials um and then 2022 i booked a tv show and a movie did i see the tv show no because i i didn't make that was the first time that my scene didn't make I'm looking it looking for them too well i didn't actually even film it 
They, uh, oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. went. I, I remember went, you went. We did rehearsals. Ate they food. Yeah. Oh, it was good. <laughs> you know, I did rehearsals. It was me and one other person. Um, both of us ended up getting completely. I did watch the scene. So instead of having us, they just sent a text message. Uh, so instead. Which, you know, I, I get it. But um, that was still a fun time. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I still booked the role. So I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I still God, got God. it. Um, and then I did the, the movie. I can't really. Oh, wait. I can say it now. Because they went through But I don't know. I don't know if I made it in the movie. Yeah. But I was in the movie Hitman. So we, men? Hitman. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh. It did pretty well at the um, festivals. But yeah, that was a fun day. Um, and then twenty, and then this year I've gotten to do a few commercials as well. Yeah. When but then the strike the fleet, happened, so when I did you do the Fleet Feet commercial? <laughs> that was this year in yeah. like May or April, March. I, I, if I remember, I'll put that in the. Something I'll put like the YouTube link in the. And then the other one just came out. The other commercial that I did where I actually have lines. It was the first commercial that I finally had like legitimate lines. You had lines in the Fleet Feet commercial. Yeah, but it was really more about it. was great. <laughs> but we could be here all day. Oh, Lord. Will you give the people okay. a word of encouragement? You, you already, you've done a lot of encouraging. A word of encouragement, and we'll get out of here. Okay. This is so much pressure. <laughs> One word? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think as long as you are happy with what you are doing, don't worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. Because... As long as you are proud of it, regardless of success, failure, other people's judgments, it don't matter. As long as you are happy with what you are doing, the work that you are putting in, the, the production that is coming out of it, what, the product, I guess, mm -hmm. if you are happy with that, if you are proud of it, end of story. Well, we'll let that be the final word. Thank you. Well, that was an amazing time with Michelle. And you probably heard me throughout. I called my daughter Candace. I called her Michelle. Her name is Candace Michelle Mays. She, her stage name is Michelle Jung. So if you see her in a movie or a television show and you're looking at the credits, you'll be looking for Michelle John. And so that's why. So don't get, you know, does he not? He really doesn't know her name. <laughs> no, I do know her name. But I'm so thankful for this episode. And I pray that as you're listening to the episode, what you're hearing is a journey. And sometimes we get so focused on the the end that we forget the journey is important. God takes us through the journey. God grows us through the journey and sometimes it's not even about the the thing that you're trying to get to god sometimes will just have you bypass that and move you to somewhere else and it's like well i thought i was going to this other place and you know god is god he can do whatever he wants and a lot of times you gain growth in the journey and then he brings you to something that you weren't even thinking about and that could be a whole podcast episode that I could talk to you about agape leaders because agape leaders is not what I thought it was going to be when I first had the idea. So let me pray for us. I will pray for Michelle. I will pray for you and then I will get us out of here. 
Father, thank you so much for the opportunities that you give us, Lord God, in these in these times as we walk this earth and we focus on you. Thank you for allowing us to really seek you out and to see you in so many different ways. Just praying for Michelle as she seeks to grow in you, as she seeks to grow as an actor, and as she goes to auditions, we pray that your favor would rest upon her and she would continue to see the growth and the payoff of all of her hard work. But Lord God, we know that even if she never books again, that she, her pursuit of you is the best thing that she could ever do. So thank you so much for showing yourself to her and giving her the strength and the courage, the wisdom to say, yes, I'm going to follow you, Lord, and no matter what. And so thank you for that. And we pray your favor on her life. Lord, I pray for this specific listener. I do not know all their needs, but you do. I join them in the prayers that they have as their prayers honor you. I pray, Lord, that those areas of their life where they're seeking you, seeking to grow closer to you, that you would allow them to draw even nearer to you uh, through your Holy Spirit. And thank you so much, Lord. As always, Father, we pray for agape leaders that we will help people grow uh, in their walk with you and also help people as they grow as leaders. Thank you so much for all of the opportunities that you have been given Agape Leaders. I pray, Lord, that you will give me wisdom to have a good discernment of where to go, where not to go, when to say yes, and when to say no. Thank you so much for that. Now, Father, as always, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time. You have a blessed week.